everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Rewatch Sex and the City. Hi, Nana. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm okay. Still trucking on yeah. this thing called adulting. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best we can all do. That's the best we can all do. Yeah. And... You know, still talking on in season four. I feel like season four has dra- dragged, drug, whatever, yes. for so long. I agree. I agree. <laughs> and and it's just... not even like I'm not enjoying the episodes, but it just seems never ending. So I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, we're in episode 11. Episode 11 titled Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. And it is the episode where Miranda finds out she's pregnant. Carrie continues to lie to Aiden. Charlotte is distraught when she finds out about her baby-making endeavors, and Samantha is in a fight for a Birkin bag. Yes. What did you think of the episode? Um, I would, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it at all. This is like a very, <laughs> this is dumb. But okay, do you say coulda woulda shoulda or shoulda woulda coulda? Shoulda woulda coulda. Okay, thank you. So do I. Because it was really bugging me that they say coulda, woulda, shoulda. And I think some people must say it like that. But I'm like, I feel like this isn't the right order. <laughs> I mean, it is more used to shoulda, woulda, coulda. But I didn't know if there was a split or... <laughs> yeah, they're trying to be, you know, cool yeah. with it. Doing I, don't the most. I don't know. It just made me laugh. I literally did say I was even going to Google it to see which one is more. I think people use both. I just Googled it as I was talking to you, and both variations come up quite often. So, anyway, <laughs> as long as Woulda doesn't come at the beginning, right? But yeah, it was it was fine. It was fine. What did you think of the episode? I liked the episode. I liked it mm-hmm. a lot. Again, not to sound like a broken record, the episodes were. Their friendship is highlighted. They yes. have relatable experiences and don't get too kooky with the outlandish trying to fit into the um the theme of the episode, which they kind of did by making Samantha yeah. repeat all the time. But it was fine. I liked it. So okay, <laughs> I'll get into it. So Carrie's running to meet Miranda. Looks like she's late for something, as she's always late. And she gets in there and is like, "Oh, sorry, I'm just ten minutes late." And Miranda drops a bomb and says, no, I'm three weeks late. And Carrie's like, what? And she's like, I'm pregnant. And then Carrie's like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, I took three tests and I checked with my doctor. And Carrie's like, when have you been having sex? (laughs) Sorry, no judgment. And Miranda says, Steve, and Carrie looks so shocked. And she's like, yeah, I only stepped in him once and it was a mercy fuck. And Miranda's like, I'm such an idiot. Like, why didn't I use a condom? And Carrie's like, you didn't use a condom? And Miranda's like, he has one ball. I have a lazy ovary. It's like the Special Olympics of conception. (laughs) Guys, I understand that this is not kosher, but it was funny. It was really funny. And I think I could so understand her reasoning. Because who would think you'd get pregnant after Mercy sleeping with a man who's just recovering? (laughs) From cancer <laughs> and having his ball removed. I really get it. I get it. <laughs> so Carrie asked Miranda, like, you know, have you told him? And she goes, why would I tell him when I'm planning on not keeping it? And it reminded me, I did have a friend with that philosophy. And I think it makes sense. I don't know where I'm going to ask, you know, where you stand. But the philosophy was like, 
if I'm not planning on keeping it and I don't want to keep it at all and I've made up my mind, why do I need to tell this other person who is not physically impacted by this? What are your thoughts? It's because as I was watching, I was like, oh, we're going to have to discuss this. And I'll be very honest with you. I keep going back and forth because I can I think I could argue either side really and truly. And I know it's like annoying because it's like fence sitting, but I don't think I have a conclusive opinion because there is a part of me like at first I'm like, of course, they deserve to know. But I'm thinking, but why if you're not keeping it? Why would you give someone that like either that pain if they want it? Or if they don't want it, so it's kind of pointless you telling them anyway. Mm-hmm. And then some people may see it as like emotional manipulation. And sometimes some people don't want to be talked out of it, all of that. So I could fully understand that. But then there's also, like I said, the part of me is like, yeah, they should know. Because yes, it's not a baby yet, or you're like, it's not here yet, or you're not keeping it. But they were also part of the process that led to you being in this situation. So you kind of owe it to them to let them know. Mm. So I'll be very honest. I don't know. I guess it's just going to have to depend on the situation. And I think it's a bit difficult with Miranda and Steve just because they have history and they are friends. I think it just seemed a bit, it came across as a bit harsher for her not telling him. Or her not wanting to tell him but then I could also see why she wouldn't because we all know the kind of personality Steve has he would fully try and talk her into it there's a man who like talked her into a dog because <laughs> he thought it'd be fun we all know Steve would think would be fun to have a baby do you know what I mean and try to yeah. talk her into it and then make her out to be some kind of monster when she doesn't want to have it I could so see how it could have gone so I kind of get it I know, I know I've just been back and forth, but this is just honestly how I feel. How do you feel? Um, I think I've been torn. So to give a background, I am pro-choice, but personally, I don't think I would ever have an abortion. I mean, I mean, in my younger days and all that kind of stuff. And also, I will acknowledge I have never been in that situation. So there are times where, you know, everyone says stuff until you're actually in a situation. You don't know what you're going to do. Yes. I, so I can acknowledge that I've never been in that situation. But that always been my philosophy was that if I ever got pregnant, I would keep the child regardless of what the circumstance is. I don't know if I would have kept through with that. I don't know. But that was that's just my mentality. But I do believe that everybody has a right to do what they think is best for them. That was just what I think thought mm. was best for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't judge anyone for if that needs to be done. So my thoughts on that is I think it varies by circumstance. Like in Carrie's situation where we're going to go further into that, I don't think you need to tell them. They don't mean anything to you to one night stand or whatever. When you do actually have a relationship with someone, I think the least you could do, granted, it's not like a abusive relationship or something that's just so terrible. You don't need to tell them. But when you're actually like in a, even if it's a pseudo healthy relationship, I do mm-hmm. think you owe it to them to let them know. But I also understand the argument that if the person decides they want to keep it, it's your body, it's your time, it's your, yep. so, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen that stuff on Twitter where someone said he didn't want the baby, she didn't want the baby, yes. he said he did and he'll take care of it and she's like, fine. And she signed over rights, if push comes to shove, sign it over. Yeah. Then, you know what, because men never actually think you're going to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yes. 
because yes. they'll say, oh, her maternal instinct will kick in once the baby's here. I've heard that so many yeah. times in real life where people are like, oh, you're maternal. I'm like, that's some bullshit. Some people know they don't want kids and they know deep, like 100%. There's no, my mind is going to be changed. They don't want a child. You force them to have a child so you can't be shocked by the way they're going to react. And the sad fact that is that children are people. They're going to feel that. Do you know what I mean? So it's also yeah. something to consider that you're actually bringing a whole person. And if you're not willing to be part of that person's life, then I understand why people make the choices they make. And I'm 100% with you. I'm 100% pro-choice as well. But I also don't know if I would be able to have an abortion just for myself personally. But like you said, we're lucky because we haven't been in that situation. It's yeah. all very easy, like theorizing <laughs> until you're in that situation. So yeah, I'm 100% with you. Yeah. So, um, Carrie asks, I'm sorry, and then, you know, Miranda sees Carrie's face, and she says, is it okay not to tell him? And Carrie says, I don't know, is it? And I don't know, it irked me. I I, I, I don't like how passive Carrie is. I understand Carrie is passive, she's neutral, and this is also going to play into watching this week's episode of And Just Like That. Also, where she's also passive and neutral. And sometimes just take a stand. Just take a stand and just help your friend and so on. Because she's clearly looking at you for a lifeline. I understand. But no one's saying that she has to do what you say. But, but where do you stand on it? That's all she's asking. So, I don't know. I mean, it irks me. mean, like, where does she stand on her not keeping the baby or on her not telling Steve? Not telling Steve. Like she said, it's okay not to tell him. And Carrie says, I don't know. Is it? That's what irked me. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why when I saw, I probably not thinking. I think she, I felt like she was asking if it was okay, like not to have the baby. You know? No, she said, is it okay not to tell him? Mm-hmm. And Carrie says, I don't know. Is it? So it wasn't about the baby. It was about not telling him. Yeah. So then we see Charlotte on the toilet seat and she's just got her period And then the next scene we see is Charlotte dropping a box of Tampax, dramatic much, in the middle of the table um, of their lunch, breakfast, whatever they were having, and tells them that she's never getting pregnant. And then Charlotte um, and then Carrie and Miranda share a look. Charlotte goes on a rant on how women just get pregnant and she's been trying for five months and she's 35. It gets harder. She continues that she's sure it's her, that she can't have kids since Trey was fine when he got tested. And then she tells him that, do you know how many times that she's done it without a condom? She's done it 73 times, the fact that she's counting. The joke is that she spent her 20s worried about getting pregnant. And it made me remember, it's so true. Like, I feel like everyone was more scared of getting pregnant than getting an STD back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I always thought was so weird and so funny or whatever. Um, I think people so, said, oh, I don't think it's a back in the day thing at all. Oh, I'm talking about myself. Like my, oh, okay. yeah, my yeah. Friend, most of my friends are married now they have kids so I don't, I don't uh-huh. so Samantha quips coulda woulda shoulda or shoulda woulda coulda I don't know which one but one of them and, and then Charlotte says she should have been so lucky to get pregnant by mistake and then Miranda and Carrie should her look again and Charlotte is like okay what's with the eyes Miranda Miranda says, oh, nothing. That it's Charlotte keeps pushing. And she's like, no, it has nothing to do with you. And then Miranda is all like, this is the worst time to tell you this. And Carrie is all, oh, man, this is going to be bad. And 
and Miranda just blurts out that I'm pregnant. And they're like, um, who? With who? And then she goes, Steve. And then Samantha just goes, mercy fuck? And then she goes, hmm, yeah. Like, just knowingly. It was so funny. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> so then Charlotte throws a tantrum about how Steve has one ball, how unfair it is, how could Miranda do this to her? I was in shock. <laughs> I wasn't at all. I was not in shock. I, I thought it was... Anyway, we'll discuss. Please finish. <laughs> so, I know it's character... It's on brand for Charlotte, but I was just in shock and like, really? You could really still make this about you? So Samantha's like, what are you going to do? And then she gives a look indicating that she's going to have an abortion. And Charlotte is like, you're not even going to consider keeping it. And I'm like, the more things change, the more things stay the same. Making it about her, just like, you know, Big's death. And Carrie, even had to even tell her, uh, Charlotte, have some water, take a breath. <laughs> like, just relax. <laughs> and Miranda says it's not in her plans. And she really feels bad talking about it to her. And Charlotte is like, well, then I'll leave. And she actually stomps out. Uh, I, I, oh, how do I say this? I do think Charlotte was being ridiculous, of course. But I also understand why she was acting the way she was. She literally just walked in like she's going out of her mind because she's been trying to get pregnant. This is the one thing she wants and it's going terribly for her. This is like the worst possible timing to now find out your friend is pregnant and doesn't even want to be pregnant. You would feel some kind of way, conflicted. Obviously, because it's Charlotte, she doesn't handle it the best, but I don't think she was being that ridiculous. I'm sorry. I don't. Um, I'm sorry. Her feelings are not wrong. The way she handled it is wrong. That is the point of contention. No one is saying that what she feels is wrong because sometimes it's irrational. You want something, it happens to people, but how she handled it is the bone of contention. And I do think she was being ridiculous. You don't start throwing around a man that survived cancer and he has one ball. It's unfair. What do we do? I mean, it's unfair that you're rich and so people are poor. Like, shut up. You have privileges all around too. So yeah. her, her I, feeling I how she felt was I not wrong. Was... Mm-hmm. But Sorry, I didn't hear. I didn't hear what you just said. Mm-hmm. Feeling how she's feeling is not wrong, but how she handled it is ridiculous. Because you said how she felt was not ridiculous, and I'm like, no. But how she handled it is the bone of contention. That was ridiculous. Yeah, I just feel like it's in the wheelhouse of Charlotte. That's just who she is. The old and that is still ridiculous in her wheelhouse or not. It is ridiculous. Mm. You can't go around doing all that because I mean. There's so many things that you want that other people do. So if we all went around throwing tantrums, so the fact that it's her is true. That is Charlotte. But her being that is ridiculous. I just didn't appreciate the Steve comment, too. It's not fair he has one ball and how could you do this to me? Trust me, she wasn't having sex and thinking about you, Charlotte. So, yeah. And then Miranda goes like she feels bad. And Samantha tells her, not to feel bad that we've all been there and she has had two. Miranda says she hasn't and Carrie says she's had one. And I feel these are the scenes where you miss Samantha. Yeah. Because she was just adamant and in her way she was there for Miranda and just telling her like, no matter what it is about Charlotte and I know you feel bad, but don't feel bad that you want an abortion. 
So Samantha was ahead of her times. I would be very surprised if she acted any differently. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I don't care. I still feel sorry. That friendship group needs Samantha. Always. always <laughs> but you need that kind of friend. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think she was the one person in the group who didn't really care. I mean, everybody does to some extent. and never think nobody really cares what people think. But she really, truly marched to the beat of her own drum. Mm-hmm. I think Carrie always tried to be neutral in Switzerland. Miranda, every now and then, just got struck by her insecurities. And Charlotte, for sure, was just wanting to please everyone and look right in mm-hmm. society. And Samantha is like, who cares? Like, really? Yeah. Um, so then we see Carrie and Aiden, they're getting ready to go out, and then she comes to Aiden, stops to ask Aiden a question, but was like, oh, never mind, so annoying, and then she, she comes back again, she goes, oh, never mind, again, and then he's like, what? So she tells him, I'm going to tell you something, but you have to swear not to tell anyone. I was going to say no, before she started speaking, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so... She tells him, and I will say I totally get how hard it was for her not to tell, like, her partner, but I do think it was a lapse in judgment on her part, because at the end of the day, your loyalty is to Miranda. If the Steve factor that they weren't close was not a thing, then maybe, but for the fact that Steve and Aiden are friends and own a business together, and are they even best friends? I think they're best friends. They're always together. (laughs) That's what you said. You said I didn't think it was hard at all. I think she was completely out of line, a hundred percent. I don't know, think I've told Aiden, and I get it. You don't want to keep secrets, whatever. But yeah, I agree with you. The fact that they're so close, she's just shut up. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, I I can see how it's hard because if you go home every night and you know you talk with your partner and all that kind of stuff or whatever, but then this thing is looming like, oh my god. My best friend is pregnant. She doesn't know what to do or whatever and all that kind of stuff. I can see how it's hard and you don't want to talk about it. But at the end of the day, you you should choose Miranda in that instant. It's not your place. It's the same way Aiden told Miranda about Steve's, but it looks like they don't. These people don't care about each other's boundaries. So, <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I was I was very unhappy with that about it, and I get it, like you said. But yeah, she sucked her mouth shut. Sorry. Yeah. Or at did. least waited until Miranda had like either decided, decided. she was going, to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like gone yeah. through with it. That I would have got it, but mm-mm. yeah. Yeah. So, you know, she tells him that it's bad, that Charlotte is mad, and Miranda's confused and is deciding to do this and feels bad. So he gives her a hug, which I thought was cute. He wanted to make sure that she was okay first. And then he asks who the father is, and Carrie says, Steve. And he rightfully says, I feel like you just trapped me. Yeah. Like, what you even tell? Like, why put him in that? Carrie's very selfish. Carrie just wants mm-hmm. to feel better, regardless of who feels bad along the way. <laughs> because, like, think about what you just said, Tane. Like, you understand that it's hard because he's a partner, but at the end of the day, her loyalty should be with her friend. Then it mm-hmm. should be the same for Aiden, right? Mm-hmm. That his loyalty should be to his friend, his friend. but yeah. then she she can't be mad at him if he then went and told Steve, you know. Yeah, yeah. This is why she should have just kept her mouth shut. Yeah, <laughs> because now you're creating there. like a ripple effect. Yeah, <laughs> and burn it, burn the hole. If you need to talk Thank about it, call Samantha. Yeah, not Charlotte. Just call Samantha and vent there. 
Yes. Listen, I'm just going to tell her, I don't know why you're making this a big deal. She's having an abortion <laughs> and that's that. Yeah, no. She's so, like, girl, you'll be fine in a few hours. Keep her pushing. So he says she's not going to tell him. And she says no. And then he's like, it seems like he gets the short end of the stick. Um, I wasn't sure at first, but Aiden asked her, have you ever had one? And she says, no. Oh, God, no. And I'm like, wait, wait. even I was confused. I was like, didn't they just have a conversation? But then we find out later on in the story. <laughs> it's the, oh, God, no, for me. Like, she, like, really was like, oh, it's God. You're such a liar. This is, <laughs> it's amazing. Like, I tell you, this season, one thing I will say about this season that has really opened my eyes it's like how my history, my memories of these two's relationship. I was like, oh, she should have said with Aiden over Big Big. But no, these these two are terrible together too, just yeah. in a very different way. Do you know what I mean? These two are yeah. people that should not be together. Because how are you this far into a relationship, but you're still lying to this man about things you do not need to lie about? You're still not being, she, as much as we say she's not being herself with Big, she's not really herself with him either. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just Carrie likes yeah. Samantha. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we see Carrie and Samantha shopping and they're eyeing a Birkin. They said it was four thousand, but you would know I'm guessing you know better than I do, Nana. Like aren't Birkins like ten thousand or is this like an inflation type situation? But, no, it's it's hundred percent inflation. They used to be four thousand. Now you'd be lucky oh. if you get one for that size, you'd be lucky if you get one for under fifteen thousand. Okay, because I was like, 4000 that's not that bad. Mm-hmm. At the time, it was crazy expensive. You could get a Chanel purse then for like 1200 I remember, because I used to look, and now that Chanel flat purse is $8,000. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, she tells Samantha that she's going with Miranda for it. I will point out that they seem to not want to say the word abortion. It was an HBO, so I'm not quite sure... If it was just a writer's choice not to say the word, but they kept, they would say it, they would say that, they would say other things, but they never quite said the word. I think they said it like once or twice, but they never quite said abortion. Because even when Aiden asked Carrie, have you ever had one? Have you ever had, but they, I just noticed they never quite said it. I, I feel I probably, I don't want to say like for definite. But they do have some certain TV rules about things you can and can't say. Even but not for premium TV. Mm. Not on premium TV. Because that's why everything kind of should networks for sure. You have to imply, you have to say. But again, oh. I want to say, I've been watching Grey's Anatomy since like forever. They actually say it. That's what I said, maybe at the time. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it was 2000 and whatchamacallit. Um, at this point, we're in 2002, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was really confused about that. Because that's why everybody said drift into premium TV. We can say whatever we want to say. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about all the shows that were around in that time. Sopranos, definitely they were saying things. So mm-hmm. I just didn't know if it was the writer's choice. And it would be interesting to know if it was their choice, why. Probably to do, maybe to do with like um, syndication and reruns, maybe who knows? Who knows? Well, the syndication on E and all that kind of stuff, they always just um, blur out and they just skip scenes because it used to be so annoying to watch the reruns on E. 
But they would just like either just go silent because you know they say fuck a lot on the show and cock and all that kind of stuff. They just always made it go silent and then they used to just skip like the nudity scenes and all that kind of stuff. It was so weird. You could obviously see the copy of paste. Yeah, but that's probably why they didn't say it because well, if they're already chopping off episodes because of words, then there's like let's just not even mention the words so they don't butcher our episodes even more. You never know what other networks are gonna do with your show. I will try and look it up, but I want to 90% say that I don't think abortion was a dirty word. It was in the 50s. No, I'm talking about you saying that when it's on, sh- on like, E and on stuff. On E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm saying, I think network, I'm remembering shows that were around the time period, and they could say it mm-hmm. on network TV, Talk Less of E, which is actually a step up in cable. So that's why I'm like, I, I, I'm i going to remember or try to see if I can look this up just to know if it was intentional or not. But yeah. I don't, I'm just leaning towards, I don't think it was a TV censorship thing. So, yeah, I think it was a righteous thing. Yeah. Okay. So Samantha says, thank God Miranda is not going to be alone because she was alone for hers. And then she goes, it's not one of those things because... Carrie asked her, oh, how come you were alone? She's like, it's not one of those things that you want to announce and all the kinds of, there's a little bit of um, shame that comes with it or so. I I thought it was a very genuine moment. It's always nice, like Samantha gets all the comedic relief, so it's always nice when you, when they show us a little part of her, you know? Yeah, I feel like there is depth to Samantha, but obviously it's not that kind of show that we just don't get it, but yeah. Like I always said, there's clearly some weird family dynamic with her as well which the show never really dives into. I just get that sense. So So then she just tells Samantha that she lied to Aiden about having one. And Samantha is like, why? And then she's like, I feel like he felt relieved so that he could still see her a certain way. And she doesn't know why she lied. So Samantha says, maybe you want him to see you. Maybe you want him to see you a certain way. And Carrie says she didn't tell the guy either. And Samantha says um, it was for the best. Like, did you want a waiter? And they keep joking with her that it's a waiter at TGIF, but it was the saloon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be your, like, in essence, your baby daddy. So um, Carrie's like, she could have had a 13-year-old child, but then she wouldn't have known Samantha. And then she tells Samantha, can you imagine it? And in my mind, I'm like, yes, we can, Carrie. Yes, we can. Because now we do not have Samantha with you. <laughs> so as a sidebar, Patsy Field, who was the fashion wardrobe person for Sex in the City, sent a comment this week where she said she knows the girls. And with the whole drama that was going on with Carrie, it's Sarah Jessica Parker and um, what is her name? What is for this? Kim Cattrall? Yeah, and Kim Cattrall. Oh my god, mm-hmm. the whole drama going on with Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall. And she made a comment saying Sarah Jessica Parker thinks she knows everything, and she does. Cynthia Nixon thinks she knows everything, and she doesn't. That she's yeah. a troubled child and she's the one who causes all the issues. That she's talked to the person who's styling them with and just like that right now. Sorry, I didn't get her name. And she understands what she's going through and she's the person that's really actually the person. But then I'm like, they asked you about Kim Cattrall and then you go on to Cynthia Nixon and then we didn't get the uh, answer. <laughs> means that she really wanted to throw her under the bus. <laughs> just like, no, okay. <laughs> so Carrie says 
she should have told Aiden. And Samantha is like, eh, coulda, woulda, shoulda. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. You get it. So Carrie is allegedly working and typing on her computer and is like, as we speed along on this road to the destination called who we hope to be, I can't help but whine, not wonder, are we there yet? And I just felt that this could have been better. Like, this was a good topic to have anything said. Yes. This was all we got. Awful. (laughs) Awful, awful, awful. <laughs> I was just more impressed about the fact that she had a popsicle in her mouth because I was like, that is cold. That is so cold. And she held it in her mouth for like a long time. She did have brain and freeze. Then, so. And I was shocked when she gave herself brain freeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we see Samantha having lunch in a very terrible pink jacket with Lucy Lou as she was searching, and Lucy Lou was searching for a new PR person. And Lucy Lou's telling her that she needs the truth, and she tells her that her previous one wasn't good. And Lucy checks the check when, you know, the waitress brings it out and is impressed that Samantha tips 25%. I was like, you go, girl. 25% is a lot. That's at that time. I remember 15% was, like, being very generous. Um. So, um, I thought Lucy Lee was very stiff in this role. It didn't seem natural. Uh, I don't know. It didn't really jump out to me. I don't think I have an opinion on that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Samantha goes to buy the Birkin, and she's told that there's a five-year waiting list. And as she signs up, she lies that it's for Lucy Lou, and they could get buzz and good PR, and they said they'll get back to her. Charlotte is calling to make an appointment for fertility testing, just as Miranda's making her appointment for an abortion. And I think this was the part where I noticed that they weren't saying it. Because I made a note. I was like, Miranda called and was like, I want to make an abortion. I want to be pregnant. I'm pregnant, but I don't want to be pregnant anymore. And I was like, okay, they're not actually saying it. Mm-hmm. So Samantha is calling again about the bag because she just walked down the street and saw some lady in a tacky tracksuit carrying a bird. I was like, why are you in a burkey? I like that flex I'll be sort like I feel like anytime I've seen actual rich people <laughs> with like Birkins and stuff like that it's like in their casual wear because that's the whole point a Birkin was originally made as an everyday bag because Jane Birkin literally wanted a bag that she could like throw everything in she was using like a wicker basket and the guy was like, I'm going to make you something a bit more chic. It's like an everyday bag. It's a huge-ass bag, which is why I find it weird when people, like, have it going to the club and stuff. It's a huge tote. <laughs> it's to be used. If you want something small and cute for your dressy outfits, get something small and cute for your dressy outfits. Get a Kelly or a Const- Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I didn't mind it. I'll be very honest with you. I like seeing things being used for their purpose. That use it. I really understand, even if I didn't have the knowledge. But for me, I just thought the woman was working out as in taking a walk. When I yeah. go for a walk, I don't want to be weighed down. I don't even want to hold anything. I'm hoping something can hold my keys. So for okay. her taking a walk and taking a walk down the neighborhood with the Birkin, that's why I, I thought. Oh, I I'm, I'm a big bad person, so it wasn't that weird to me. <laughs> when you're taking oh. a walk? Yeah, if I'm going for a walk, I'll take a bag. 
I mean, she was walking. We don't know that woman was taking a walk. She was walking. She looked down like the street. she was dressed for working. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what she was doing. Why I said what I said was because she looked like she was taking a walk, like a regular. Like, I mean, I dress up in workout clothes to take a walk for exercise, and she looked like she was in a track in her tracksuit. So that's why I was like, why is she taking a bag to walk oh. around with it? So, anyway, Samantha says she's a nobody carrying it on the street. And she's yelling at the person, like, Lucy Lou is waiting for this, and she's ready for this. So they cut that scene, and then Carrie gets into the apartment, into her apartment, and she's, like, in a clueless getup, like a Catholic schoolgirl uniform skirt and a white top. Very Britney Spears, I would say. Yeah, I loved it. (laughs) And she walks in, and Steve is standing right there, and, you know, Carrie, she would yell at any moment, and she screams, and he's like, sorry that he and Aiden were playing basketball, and he had to take a leak, so they stopped by, and then Carrie starts being nervous, and being awkward, because Steve is like, oh, how's Miranda? How's she doing? And then Steve's in the bathroom, and she just walks in and excuses herself, walks in to talk to Aiden, and she asks Aiden if he told Steve because he's asking about Miranda. And Aiden points out he always asks about Miranda, and that's facts. Every time he sees Carrie, he goes, how's Miranda? And then she keeps insisting that he had to have told her, and Aiden insists that he didn't. And she's the one who told him, and he'd rather not have known, and he, didn't, and he doesn't agree with it. He wanted her to know just FYI. So Aiden asked her, what's bugging you anyways? But that was it. I was like, why did he ask that question? I thought Carrie it was going She's such a fucking weirdo. I'm sorry. Like, look how weird she was acting shifty. Like, she'd just stolen some diamonds and was trying to, like, I'm just saying, why can't you ever be a normal human being, Carrie Bradshaw? Because yeah. I'm like, you couldn't make small talk with them, just say, hey, hi, and then literally just excuse yourself, go into your bathroom. She could have just said hi and kept it pushing. But she was acting so shifty. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she, she's lucky with Steve. Steve is just very mm-hmm. cool, lucky. You'd be like, oh, okay, she's just being weird. <laughs> so Miranda tells Carrie they're getting pizza together. And she tells Carrie that she's on a wait list for another doctor since her doctor doesn't do um abortions and her doctor is like, no judgment, I just don't do it. So Carrie asks her if she has thought more about telling Steve. And maybe he has a right to know. And then she adds, no judgment. And then she just confesses rather casually, I would say, that she told Aiden. And then Miranda's like, why, Carrie? Like, he's going to tell Steve. And you're and then Carrie says, I had to. No, you didn't. No, <laughs> no you, you didn't. didn't. And then she adds, and Aiden had strong opinions. Like, oh, he could. Oh, Carrie, this is not good. And Miranda makes a point. It's like, it's already hard enough to make my choice, but now I have to think about what Steve thinks and how he's feeling. So it just makes it. So, what was Carrie's point? Again, Carrie likes to make herself feel better, regardless of who he hurts, while she feels better. Because now she feels better, like, well, I've confessed. I told Aiden, but I, you know now, I told and this. And then on top of that, you have to tell her what Aiden feels about it. Mm-hmm. When she asked you what you felt about it, you said, I don't know, and you kept it at that, and now you want to dump this on her. Very unfair. I, yeah, very, I'm fan. very, very, very. Miranda asked her if she told her guy, 
Um, and she said no. And Miranda says there's no way she's telling Steve because he'd want her to have it, just like you said, Nana. Mm-hmm. So we see Charlotte and Trey, they're at the doctor. And the doctor comes in saying everything looks just fine. And it's like, oh, I spoke too soon. How irresponsible. <laughs> just so How old. irresponsible. Who wants to hear, oop, I spoke too soon. Exactly. <laughs> So anyway, she says Trey has high anti 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 sperm antibodies. Yeah. Um, she has high anti sperm. Oh, um, yeah, Charlotte does. Charlotte. Okay. Okay, that makes sense because mm-hmm. she said she saw her blood and mucus tests, and and I'm like, I, this whole time I thought it was Trey, and I was like, how would a guy have a mucus test? That's Last yeah. episode was Trey getting his sperm tested and he was being a baby about it. And yeah. I guess because they were still not getting pregnant, she did all her blood work and she, her body just naturally wants to kill more sperm than the average woman. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So she continues that it makes it hard to conceive that they have a 15% shot and she she advises that they not wait any longer and they need to explore in vitro. I guess at that time they weren't calling it IVF yet. So it was called. <laughs> okay. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's just it's just a country thing. I didn't find it weird her calling it in vitro. But that's what I say. It could just be a country thing. Yeah. Because I've I heard mean, that term quite a lot as well. No, I'm not saying like it's not. I just think like now it's evolved to people saying IVF. But I think back then. Everybody used to say in vitro. I'm just looking at it with oh, my that's what, that's what, that's what you mean. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my 2021 brain. Like now, it would be very rare for a doctor to be like, "Oh, you need to go do in vitro." They'll probably be like IVF versus okay. in vitro. And then also, like Charlotte's reaction also shows that again, maybe IVF was not so huge because it's like, yeah, you hear 15% shot and you hear IVF, it's not a big deal. Like just go do the IVF. If you but yeah. Yeah. So Charlotte is walking home and she sees Miranda and turns away. And Miranda had to call her like uh Charlotte and she's like, Oh hi. And then Miranda's like, What do you mean, oh hi? Like you're gonna act like you what just happened? She goes, What do you mean? What an ass. <laughs> so <laughs> Miranda says, first you don't reach on my calls, now you avoid me. And Charlotte says she's sorry that she can't see her right now. Um this is the part where I think, like, I still think, like, it's ridiculous, but I do understand where she's coming from because I've seen women, you know, whose sole vision is just to have a child. And when they go through that, they go very tunnel vision. And I remember a story that a lady posted where she said she lost her best friend because she was trying to get a child and her best friend got pregnant. And she told her best friend that she cannot be there for her. That it's too hard for her to do it. And her friend was like, um, you've totally like taken this moment, like instead of us, you know, being happy, like I didn't even know how to tell you I was pregnant because I guess when you're going through that, you just feel everything is a personal attack. I still mm-hmm. stand by it's kind of ridiculous because there's always going to be something like people lose their parents. There's always going to be people that have their parents. People grow poor. There's always people that are rich. Like everything can be a personal affront because how are you going to live your life? <laughs> That's what I was saying before, though, but everyone has their thing that they can't deal with right now do you know what i mean especially when it's fresh i don't think it's that unusual 
people, some people hide it better than others, but I don't think it's that unusual. I'll be very frank with you. No, but I'm agreeing with you. I don't think it's unusual. What I think is unusual is how you handle it. If we all just were attacking for everything that we don't have, it's going to be a nightmare. Having those feelings, I don't think is unusual at all. Mm-hmm. As a human being, you're always going to feel like it's unfair, it's this or whatever. It doesn't even have to make sense. Sometimes your feelings are irrational. It doesn't have to make sense at all. But I think having to react, I can't imagine a friend of mine telling me something about, let's say their mom or something. And I go, that's so unfair because you know I've lost my mom. And I'm like, oh, that's so unfair. That's not, that's not a way to act. I, I That's where I think it's you may hide it, but you should hide it. You can't go around attacking yeah. every single person because that's not, that's that's what I think is ridiculous. That's what I was trying to say. It's mm-hmm. like the feelings are not wrong. I absolutely agree with that. Like Charlotte is hot. She's hurt. She, it's fresh and all that. But again, that's just life is unfair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not going to attack everybody that comes with the thing that you don't have because that would be miserable one for you too. So, um, so yeah. Um, Charlotte starts crying because I think Miranda said something about, you know, you can still have a baby or something to that effect. And she goes, but I can't that I just came from the doctor and my body is attacking Trey and she just wants to be alone. And, you know, she tells her about the 15 percent, pulls out the results and she says, I just want to be alone. and I'm going to walk all the way home. But Miranda asks her, like, can I walk you home? She goes, no. And Miranda says, you know, I'll just walk a little bit behind you throughout all the way. And, you know, Carrie in a voiceover tells us that Miranda did walk her all the way home, that Charlotte never turned around, but she knew that she was her with her all the way. And I'm just like, Miranda is such a good friend. For all of her faults, I do think Miranda is A plus at friendship. This was my favorite scene of the episode. I thought it was just so nice done. (laughs) Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. So... Lucy is meeting with Samantha again and tells her how she had a Birkin drop for her um, at her house. Sorry, her hotel. And it's not her style, but hey, it's free. Samantha's like, uh, it's not free. I paid for it. <laughs> and she's like, blah, blah, blah. Use your name to get it. When I found there was, a, there was a list. Lucy's not happy and also tells her that her rep told what she was told that her PR rep used fuck 12 times. And how classy is that? Samantha, for some reason, decides to go full-on lie mode and starts saying that she never uses the F word. And her cell must have picked up some lady. It was just bad. It was <laughs> awkwardly bad. And Lucy tells her that the only thing worse than a liar is a bad liar. And, you know, she walks away. I want to she- grab my $4,000 <laughs> bag from this woman. You're not leaving. Because, yeah, we're not working together anymore, but I paid for this bag. You better give me my bag. <laughs> so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so funny. So Carrie um, went back to the saloon, the restaurant, and is seated. And I, how unrealistic is it that this guy is still a waiter? 12, 15 years after? Uh, I don't know. I, I've seen some things. That's all I'll say. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. that could be interesting. Was, okay, I mean, I, his name is Chad, 
And I just, I was like, is this real life or is it not? Like, maybe I'll understand him still being a waiter, but still being a waiter at the same restaurant? Okay, it's possible, I guess. So he he also looks really young. I just thought he'd be someone who looks a little older. But he comes to take her order and he doesn't recognize her. And Carrie tries that cutesy thing, trying really hard to remind him about 13 years ago, which I just thought was weird. Like, just let it go. Like, and I don't understand why she thought he would remember her. Like, no offense. Do you know Carrie. what I mean? You guys literally just had sex. You weren't in any kind of deep, meaningful relationship. This man clearly looks like he gets around. Do you know what I mean? He's content <laughs> with still being a waiter at the same place at, I'm guessing, 35 or more. Do you know? <laughs> so I don't even understand why she was there. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I think Carrie thinks the world revolves around her. Yeah. But the fact that she just kept trying. We went one night, we did this, when I went, I was like, mm. But she finally has sense and gives up and she just orders and realizes that, you know, she made the right decision. So it's D-Day and they're at the doctors and Miranda starts asking questions about it, asking Carrie, like, is it uncomfortable? How... It was it and Carrie's like it's more unpleasant but she seems uneasy um she asks Carrie if she's doing the right thing and Carrie says I can't answer that now in this case I think that's a fair answer it's a personal thing like I don't think Carrie was riding the fence or anything it's just I can't answer that for you like it's your life yeah as a friend and- I'm never gonna tell you you should have or should like come on yeah. <laughs> that yeah that's only something you can decide for yourself yeah she brings up Charlotte and, you know, wanting to have a baby. And then she, against all odds, happened to have this. And what if at 43, she realizes that, you know, her ovary is giving up and she can't have kids and she wants kids. And Carrie's like 43. And she's like, oh, that's my scary age. In my mind, I was like, well, good to see an age that's not 30. Because everyone's seen know, right? 30s is death knell. Carrie says her scary age is 45. Do you have a scary age? I've long gone past my scary age, so. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be very frank with you. Yeah, Frank, I should say, yeah. If I was in Miranda's position in the show, I would 100% have had the baby. I've already said I don't ever imagine myself getting an abortion regardless. But especially if I was in her, you're financially secure, which is a very big issue for me. You're mm. 35. And... You already know you may not find it as easy to conceive as other people. I would yeah. 100% have this baby, 100%, if I was in her position. And she clearly does want kids sometime in the future because, like we said, I know they dropped that storyline, but she did previously talk about freezing her eggs, you know? Yeah. So she does want kids somewhere in the nebulous future. Why not now? You're 35, you can afford it, you know? And she has a baby daddy that's not an asshole. He may be exactly. creepy and very childish, but, you know, it's Steve. Someone you actually like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so even mm-hmm. if he can't contribute financially and all of that, you can do all of that yourself. But he would 100% help with looking after the child if you needed him. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Miranda says, you know, this happened against all odds. And she tears up and then she's like, is this my baby? What am I waiting for? This was so good. Yeah. It was so good. Oh, good acting is great. 
it, so Carrie, it, that's one thing I've really appreciated about this rewatch that is giving me a whole new appreciation of their acting skills. Yeah. So Carrie asks if she wants to leave. And she says, no, like, I barely have time to schedule it. So why do I think I can, you know, schedule a child in? So they call her name and she says, motherfucker. And then she goes in for it. So the next thing we see is Miranda in her apartment and Samantha and Carrie are taking care of her, which I absolutely loved. Mm -hmm. Um, And Charlotte comes with flowers and asks her how she's feeling she says she's freaked out, and then she goes, Charlotte, I didn't do it. I'm keeping the baby. And Charlotte tears up, and they all look worried. And then she goes, we're having a baby. And then Samantha kisses Miranda. I love all four of them together. It was, it was so- lovely. It was really, really, really nice. I loved it. So um, we see Carrie is late for dinner. Carrie's just always late. And, you know, for with Aiden. And then they lost their table and then there's a wait list and they decide to wait outside. So they're outside drinking beers. And then she tells Aiden that she lied to him about the abortion, that the condom broke. And she's like, no, that was a lie. There was no condom. I was just like, Carrie, what are you doing? She did not help herself. She cannot help herself. <laughs> Aiden is like, what's with all the lying? She's like, well, I was just afraid that you would judge me. For being 18 and all that, I was already in my mind saying, this one, she said 22. Then she goes, well, except I was 22. I'm like, oh, my God. I just, Carrie, stop talking. <laughs> and so when did she turn into a compulsive liar? Which makes me think, Payne, she probably just lies all the time in all her relationships. <laughs> all the time. Carrie Bradshaw, compulsive liar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... So she asks if he's judging her and asks if, you know, am I still your girl? He's like, oh, yeah. But then Steve has, I mean, and Aiden has this weird look on his face. Mm-hmm. Did you see that too? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, um, something missing. And then she, and then I say walk in, she turns to him and I was like, oh, by the way, Miranda's keeping the baby, but don't tell Steve. Like, what is wrong with this baby? <laughs> I want to shake her so much. Like, just shut up, Carrie. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was the end of the episode. They walk in into the diner and, uh, well, the restaurant. And that was it. Yeah, I think the friendship aspects were definitely my favorite in this. I really, really love that about it. Yeah. Yes. Um, and there was no big we thank god hallelujah so <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is did you have anything else to add no that was it okay can you please tell the people where they can find us yes you can find us at the rewatch times 2 t-h-e-r-e-w-a-t-c-h-x-2 handle on instagram handle on twitter and for email just add at gmail.com And please don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Please give us a five-star rating. We'd greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye.